We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sounds like a good idea. Love Jim Mossick. Uh, known him for 20 years. He's very uh, passionate, a family guy, really loves his town, and he speaks the truth. So... The city's going to have this little circus today. They're going to tell you how wonderful these cameras are on school buses because they've nailed all these people for going around school buses. By the way, people do that, and it's sickening, and it's illegal, and someone could get killed. So I admire that. But the judge, who's my man, sees firsthand these cases that come to him. And, Larry, it's a $300 fine. So good morning, Judge. How are you? I'm good, Marty. How are you? So, brother, this comes off because I think you're very insightful. You hear these cases. How are they presented to you, and where do you find some issues, which I think you point out magnificently, sir? Well, when I sit in traffic court, before this all started, when I sit in traffic court and and I hear these cases, um, not the school bus cases, but people going through maybe not stopping long enough for a stop sign or going through a red light that might have been yellow, you know, we give people breaks here and there. We take jurisdiction. We give people breaks. It's their first time. You know, they, they've suffered maybe enough. They came into town. They took a half a day off. Uh, they had to pay to park. Maybe we can give them a break. But I never give breaks for school bus violations or or school zone violations. When it's 15, you go 15. If you violate that, you're guilty. And when you go around a school bus and you and you the lights are on, and the stop sign's out, and you don't see that, and you violate that school bus, you're guilty. And and it would you and it's a it's a sixty day license suspension, and a five hundred dollar fine, and five points on your license. And that's how it should Whoa. be. Whoa, yeah, that's that's extreme. I had no idea, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Now they come up with this new idea to put cameras on the buses to find people guilty of three hundred dollars. Um, and that's all. And, oh. and it's basically, and it's basically just a money grab. Oh. It, this company who made the cameras and had this idea went to the state legislature and they hired some lobbyists and they, and they sold their idea to the legislature and they put this new law in place that no longer, this is no longer a, a vehicle code violation. This is now a civil complaint. So now, if this camera on the bus sees you go around the bus with the light out, the, the, the stop sign out, um, you get, they take a picture of your license plate, and then you get a ticket in the mail. Oh. And if you pay that, the money goes directly to the camera company. And then the camera company divides up the, mom, the money where it goes. And they keep $150. Out of the 300, and then the rest, $100 goes to the school district, $25 goes to the local police department, and another 25 goes to a grant uh, program that the state legislator legislator started. So it's it's long story short, it's a money grab, and, and if they were worried about kids, 
Nice. And they wanted to deter people from going around buses. The old law, and it's still in place, by the way, but the vehicle code violation for going around the bus with the lights on is more severe. And if you wanted to have a deterrent, it's already in place. This is simply just a money grab. So are you dismissing? Other, are you dismissing some of these camera cases because of what you're saying? I'm dismissing. No, not not because I don't disagree with it. I'm, I'm a district judge. Right. I, I hear I hear a case. Every case is handled separately, and I don't dismiss because I don't because I disagree with the law. I think it's BS. But that's not why I dismiss. I've had probably twenty or twenty-five cases. I've probably found guilty just one or two or three, Whoa. maybe. Whoa. And the rest the rest are dismissed simply because I'm seeing that the bus driver puts out the stop arm, the, the stop sign comes out, and this driver's already almost past the oh. bus or didn't get a chance to stop or slow down. Sometimes they put it out, and it's not in a timely manner. And, and, and in that case, I dismiss. Uh, sometimes we're seeing that, a bus was sitting in front of someone's house with the stop arm out, the stop sign out, and the child's not here yet. So the bus driver's waving these people oh. by, and they're getting tickets. I dismiss based on what I see, not because I disagree with it. Uh, so, so the other problem. So, Judge, ahead. with the city of Pittsburgh saying this is a miracle, the school district, you say no way, right? No way. No way. It, it, it's it's basically a money grab, and it it needs to be changed, and someone needs to bring up uh, the issue nice. to tell people what it's all about, nice. and that's what that's what's happening. I love you, man. Thank you, Judge. I love the honesty, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. All right. My man, Judge wow. Jim Monstick, District I, Judge. I had no idea. Did you? I, I didn't no, even know these cameras were fascinating. In place. It's fascinating. I, I, said. Well, why wouldn't they turn that over to the authorities? Right. So. What he's basically saying is you pay a little fine, you walk away, whereas before you really got punished. So it really does smell like a money grab. Wow. You can not only listen, obviously, to KDK, but you can watch. We talked about the cameras installed inside the studios, the Ireland Contracting video feed. Go to kdkradio.com, click on Watch KDK Radio Live Stream. And see Marty and all his glory and see Mayor Ed Ganey. Yeah, it's cool. Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey will be here at the top of the hour at 9. Man, and you were right about the weather. Like, look behind you, man. It's still really foggy. Yeah, huh. just and, – and I was downtown last night. What huh. was interesting was just before sunset, not that you could see it, but there was a heavy fog over the river. It looked like a movie because they have the new lights on those oh, bridges. That's beautiful. The three bridges. Very cool. Berto Clemente Bridge. Yep. Let's see. The other one is Rachel Carson. And who's the third bridge? It'll come to me. I don't know. Andy Warhol. There you go. But they put those new lights up. And in the fog, oh, it looked, yeah, 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 actually yeah. looked really cool. Um, Regarding what we just heard the judge say, uh, Ricky King, who's another one of my uh, boys, he's a fantastic judge. He sees the same thing. It's actually fascinating. So you think the cameras on on the uh, school buses would save lives, but what they're doing is they're generating revenue. It's annoying, actually. So they took the teeth out of the law, right? Because they want money. That, that's the way it looks. Now, the city of Pittsburgh says this is that's that's BS. They say that uh, the buses are a safety 
issue and they create a safer environment for the kids and they're going to release a ton of video and data today that says that these judges are wrong but i kind of tend to agree with the judges because they see it and they live it and they're honest well they about have it. to make the final determination as judge Motstick just told us sometimes the video is a little deceiving too yep so he has to make a judgment on each and every one and by the way uh I think you have to pay a hundred bucks just to get to that hearing and it's a hassle. So as you know, Larry, most people end up blowing it off and they just pay the fine. But if I'm hearing what these judges are saying, you got to play this out, right? Yeah. So the fine is $300 if it goes through the camera system, right? Yeah. Through the school. Yep. If a police officer sees you do it, it's 500 60-day oh. loss of license oh. and five points. Oh, okay, so that's dramatic. So that's a major difference. And what the judge was indicating, at least that's what I took from it, is, yeah, it is a serious offense, and he takes it that way. So uh, one of my boys who's a police commander who I love uh, said that uh, uh, Mosnick is right. They see it all the time, that these cameras are, are bogus and that's a money grab. I hope that's not true. <laughs> but pretty clever on the if that is true on the part of the camera company. And, and you know this is uh, happening all over the country with these cameras. We were in D.C. and I was following the flow of traffic, and uh, and I really was. I was not speeding in my mind. I was just going with the flow. And the cameras, they sent us a ticket in the mail that I had to pay, or they're going to go after my insurance and all that other stuff. There's no cops anymore. They just they have these cameras all over the highways around D.C., and they make millions and millions of dollars from it. They this just a, send out bills. Yes, sir. And you got to pay them. And threaten you if you don't, we'll do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it'll lead to a warrant, and eventually, you can get... I'm curious how that's going now on the turnpike, because for years, people have been blowing through since they got rid of the toll keepers and all that. Well, they've had a hard time collecting. And that's That's the point. Yeah, we don't have those... Those cameras that nab you for speeding and send you a ticket aren't legal in PA yet, but I'm guessing, just like the casinos, just like this, they're going to see this as a cash grab, right? And they're going to start sending us tickets for any. So kind you of were just on a, a a highway in DC. Yeah, yeah. And didn't even think about it. No. And... What, well, what happens is actually extraordinary. Your question is right on. Ways will warn you that there's these traffic cams, and they're every couple miles. But the fact is, uh, maybe I didn't pay attention to that one, but you know me, I'll admit it. I usually speed. I wait till the kids go to sleep with my wife, and then I go 90, 95, which isn't smart. But I was just following traffic in this case and got the ticket in the mail. It shows your car, your license, pay it, bro, or we're coming after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's what, what Mosnick said was interesting is the interpretation, right? Yeah. That sometimes the drivers wave you by. And you, you pay the it. bus driver, yeah, right. and but on the video you don't see that, right? It, it, yeah, man, it's it'll fascinating. Be, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Fascinating. Every Wednesday we check in with Pittsburgh Magazine's Christy Graver. She is the food editor, and she joins us in the fog. Christy, good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, we're not dealing with the deep freeze, just this wet weather, but. It is the end of January, so we've had this rise and fall. And it's the last weekend of the month this year, and we're going into a weekend, and you got things you can do in the Berg. 
Yes, Sean Collier has a roundup of events in the city, uh, including South Side Stories. Um, this is a one-woman show about life from the flats to the slopes. Um, I think we all have a few South Side Stories. Um, and if you don't want to go over a bridge, you can go over the rainbow. Local multiplexes are showing The Wizard of Oz to celebrate the film's 85th anniversary. And I think Inz will agree there's no place like home. Yeah, I heard about this South Side Stories. I, I heard it's really good. So might be something Yeah. check out on your list. All right, you have uh, helping three fire-damaged eateries in Pittsburgh. Right before Christmas, a fire destroyed um, two Northside eateries, Nana's New York Hot Dogs and El Burro Taqueria. They're right next to each other. Um, both restaurants are struggling to bounce back, um, but you can help by donating to their GoFundMe accounts. And another popular spot, Leon's Caribbean Restaurant in Allentown, it recently reopened after a fire last summer, um, and they also have a second location in Hopewell. So you can take your taste buds on vacation and escape this horrible weather. Yeah, escape. That's a good idea. And this week in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. history. Yes. Uh, so it's pretty warm right now, but back on January 19, 1994, Pittsburgh recorded its coldest temperature ever when the mercury dropped to minus 22 degrees. It was so cold that then-Governor Robert Casey declared a state of emergency. I was a ninth grader at Plum High School at the time, and I bet we still had to go to class. I have no recollection of this, but I'm pretty sure that we did. I remember that day because I was involved in the weather then, so it was a significant moment in Pittsburgh weather history. Check it out at pittsburghmagazine.com. Christy, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Coming up, we're anticipating Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey in studio at the top of this half hour right after the news with Paul Rasmussen. So we'll have a chance to uh, catch up with the mayor. There's been a lot of uh, controversy this morning over the uh, post I made of the um, uncrustables. (laughs) Is it a crust or not? Because I say they have a crust on them. On the edges. Yeah. So for those that don't know, it's a peanut butter and jelly ensemble. Right. And it's a disc shape. Yeah. comes in individually packed. They come frozen. And they're delicious. It says uncrustables. Right. But you're claiming there's an edge of a crust. Absolutely. Where the seams meet. What do you say? Yeah, that that qualifies as a mini crust. Now, my, my man John Howley, who runs my, the world's greatest hotel, the William Penn, says... Breakfast of crusty old talk show hosts. Hosts, plural. I didn't get any. That's what I'm saying. And you're not crusty and old. You're eating those, and you're eating those Almond Joy and Mounds. Right, which is an old folks' candy bar. And you're snack shaming Ask me Patrick. For Hold on, Patrick just came in. Patrick. Patrick. Real quick. Isn't the Mounds and Almond Joy, they're old people candy bars, aren't they? Oh. Probably, but they're they're some of my favorites. Do so, you? Yeah. You like the you like the coconut. I love the coconut. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you are you're right. My grandmother loved them. Same. And, and almond joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Um, hey, um, the whatchamacallit bar came up. Ooh. I forgot about those. What yeah. is that? Is that caramel? And, I, I and never, nougat. I never had one. The whatchamacallit. Never had one. Yeah, oh, they're they're good. Are they delicious? They, they were really good ones. They were a little crunchy. Yeah. You know, uh, think like Rice Krispie meets candy bar. Um, and we discussed this uh, quite a bit because, you know, he's like family and he runs, damn, Get Marty's a genius. Has a very sensitive uh, issue with his family. And 
and a diagnosis that came across a cell phone. And we've, discuss, we've discussed this ad nauseum. So you go for a test, and we've had this discussion, have we not, my man? Yeah. We brought it up yesterday. We had a face-to-face with a lot of UPMC executives. And there's this conundrum, right, Larry, where you go and get a serious test, and you're leaving the doctor's office. It's that quick, is it not, Patrick? It is. Uh, it was about two hours. Right. About two hours after uh, after uh, my wife had an MRI. Right. Uh, and uh, we found out through the app that she has a recurring brain tumor. Through an app? Through an app. Yeah. Now, by the way, smartest man I know, um, does that strike you as uh, revolting or unsettling or just where we're at with HIPAA and giving people access to information, which is amazing, by the way? I don't mind the access to the information and right. it coming across quickly. Right. What what I do mind is if we didn't already have a doctor's appointment scheduled for today, right. it could have been next week or the week after right. before we actually met with a doctor. Great point. So, and, and so what happens, you start, right? It's spinning in your head. Yeah, it gets right, dark. Larry? Yeah, the first time we did this, it was you know, life or death. Right. Uh, she was days away from having like full-on seizures from a tumor that was impacting arteries in her brain. And so, so, so what happens is, right, Larry, you get on the internet, you start reading this crap, and you go crazy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. Don Yealy agrees with this, but they don't know yet how to kind of have that balance between access to information. So the bottom line is you didn't talk to a physician. To anyone. This- we still haven't. We have an appointment today. We're going to Hillman <laughs> around noon. But, but it's federal law. They kind of have to give us this information, and everybody demands it. But I see this with my own sister. She has pancreatic cancer. She gets these tests before she talks to a doctor. Where's the cancer at? What are your cancer numbers? It's hard. It's rough. Uh, we love you, brother. Good yeah, luck. Good luck Thanks. today. Thinking about you. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin and Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey has entered the studio with his team. You know, he made an observation about me looking wear my sweats well you dressed up for him. well the mayor looks great all the time yes you do mayor thank you thank you nice see, mayor, to see you more sweats you. do i need the headphones yeah just pull no you won't nah, need the headphones just okay. pull the mic can down I, closer please. Right mayor yeah, if you wore sweats perfect. you would get the same grief that uh john fetterman gets would you not sir that's perfect would you not sir um absolutely so you always have to look clean mean and lean right <laughs> Oh, I like the way you said that. I see, see how you saying? did that. I see how you did that. I see how you did that. You know, everybody has their own own style. Right. You don't see me any differently because I don't have a suit on, do you? I see you differently all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I see you differently. But no, again, first let me say to you and Larry, thanks for having me. Right. I appreciate for being here. Well, thank you um, for coming you in. You know, Marty played me in December, but it's all good. What is that, man? Yeah. Uh, what you know, we you supposed know to do you a year We're we supposed to do a year in the... That took like a uh, month you, vacation. It, yeah, yeah. Tom Ball, can you switch your schedule so I can go on vacation? <laughs> well, you know I'm rich who, and famous. Who, who needed the vacation? <laughs> Me. Me. No, but again, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. Um, let's go. All, All right. right. We got uh, two years in. We just have a minute here to kind of set it up. We'll have a little more time after the top of the hour news with Paul Rasmussen. But one thing I want to mention right off the top, story about – Uh, the 6th Annual National Gun Violence Survivors Week, and you are one of them due to the gun violence that affected your family directly, your 29-year-old sister, January 2016, Janice. So when you talk about this, Mm -hmm. it, it has a very emotional impact for you. 
personally. Yeah, that's why I don't talk about it. <laughs> I, I don't talk about it. Um, it's not something that you 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 know as much as I talk about violence in the city and why we have to continue to decrease it. I've never made it about my personal family, never. Um, and the reason being is that, you know, there's a lot of families that's been impacted out there, and I want to have respect for my father. Um, but right. yesterday, right. yesterday was um a day that when I seen all those survivors and them shit, they shared them their stories. I thought that they had to hear from me, um, you know. And, and so, as difficult as it may be, you know, there are sometimes that you you have to make your vulnerabilities public. But, but you've done something with, with the homicide guys, and you know, I'm friends with a lot of mm-hmm. cops. Man, and I think we haven't talked. They've done an astounding job Correct. in terms of solving murder, sir. Correct. You know, last time I was here, I told you that we were on an uptick in really yep. creating a, a city that is safe. You don't get there overnight. You know, um, Marty, you've been very clear of what I've inherited through the right. years. Um, violence was on an uptick when we took over. And, yeah. and, and we went from 71 murders to, seven, to 52 murders in this city. The national um, national average for homicides in, in America is 13%, and we're at 27%. When we talk about um, just, you know, non-fatal shootings, we're down on that, too. When you talk about youth homicides, we're down on that, too. True. So, you know, in terms of what I said before, that we would do all that we had to do to make the city safe, I think, and then, and then create. And I want to give a shout-out to the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police because they've taken a lot of hits about not having the a- adequate staffing right. and things of that sort, and you know I've admitted it. Right. There was two. There was a two-year hiatus. But in the midst of all that, in the midst of all that, the building with relationships with the community, getting more leads than ever, yeah. being able to reduce homicides by 27%, all that means something. And so I want to give them a shout-out to in the community for the excellent work that they've did. But we got to stay focused. Just because that happened last year, this is a new year. And we got to remain focused on what we need to do in order to continue to make this the safest city in America. Um, you know, we talked about downtown yeah. before. You know what I inherited downtown, oh, yeah. Marty. You told me about it every time. You know, yes, you was always downtown. With I was, homeless, sir. But you well, know, you know, walking you know and you talking. Did. But, but I told you it would get a lot better than what it was when we inherited, and it has. It has. You know, in December, record sales downtown in regards to stores, restaurants, the cultural district, the whole nine. That's the numbers. Them are raw, real numbers. And we've been able to achieve that. You know, people coming back downtown, we talked about that. Now people can feel it. People said it was, you know, hey, he's calling it a vibe, but they still got homeless. I never said that there wouldn't be homeless. What I said is that our policies would be able to manage the homeless community better than what we what, what was doing previously. Hey, man, I was at a meeting uh, yesterday in the U.S. Steel Tower. I swear there was no parking. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is true. They're coming back. Let's Mayor Ed Gandy yeah, but, not, but, 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 but let me say this. But, but it's not the work. Right. You, you do understand that. I mean, like— yeah. This virtual business, this virtual reality is real. And I've talked to you about it before. Yes, you did. And I told y'all that they're not coming back to work five your days a week. Not, it sir. won't be your grandfather's downtown it's not, scene. It's not. It's, it's not. Well, we appreciate you being here. we got a lot to talk about. Mayor Ed Ganey with us in studio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.